And we are live. Thanks for joining us on the Signal 50 podcast on December 23rd, 2020. Tonight's episode is The Clock is Ticking, January 6th is Coming, with your hosts Alpha and Bravo. Bravo, how are you doing tonight? Very good, sir. It's glad to be with you on this uh, another cold, blistery night up here <laughs> in the north. Yeah, not so cold and blustery where I'm at. We're supposed to hit almost 65 degrees tomorrow, if you can believe that. But it's supposed to rain all day. Fun times, right? <laughs> hey, you know, it beats shoveling, I guess, right? Well, I'd rather shovel. <laughs> I'd rather shovel. You know, it's a very busy week out there. Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, kind of a busy week for everybody. A lot of people are, you know, finally starting to wind down for the year and going to kind of coast into 2021 or maybe skid sideways on fire. I have no <laughs> idea how this is going to how this is going to play. But 2020 has just been a total shit show. It's it's. It's enough. It's it's I'm over it. You know, January 6th is coming up. There's some milestone dates that we all need to be aware of. We'll talk about those later in the show, uh, politically speaking. And there's, there's a whole lot going on, uh, you know, with the coronavirus, of course, the 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 perma, the perma virus that we all seem to be sharing, um, <laughs> you know, perma version one, version two. What, what are we on now? I think we're, we're entering into version two. Version uh, two of the, of the ongoing uh, hoax, I, it, I believe is the best it, way to put it. I, I, I believe so. So so there's some stuff going on. You know, uh, not so much on a national level. There's a couple of milestones that we want to talk about on the national level. You know, the status of vaccinations, whatever. You know, I want to talk a little bit about some of the nonsense that's going on, at least where I live. Uh, with this, because it, it, if you aren't enraged enough as it is, I'll, I'll see if I can if I can up the ante for you and, and get you a little bit more pissed off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very ragey about it. It's just ridiculous. Uh, so you've got you've got that going on. Uh, you've got uh, a transition, a presidential transition coming up. You got a lot of stuff uh, that the president needs to review and sign as far as laws go. And I don't think that went well for anybody. Uh, nope, this week. did not. <laughs> did not. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. And, and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to, we'll try to see what we, uh, what we think about the next year. We're going to keep this kind of short. So thanks again for joining us tonight. Uh, really appreciate a very busy week for a lot of people. So thanks a lot. Yes, indeed. And we are the uh, Signal 50 podcast. We talk about the issues from the American point of view, who are also patriots. We can't share our faces or we would be canceled, lose our jobs, and not have a Christmas, which would be kind of a bummer. Yeah, it's pretty tragic. It's it's not going to get any better either. I mean, no. uh, cancel culture is here to stay. And well, it's it's not so much it's not so much about cancel culture. I mean, uh you know, Republicans, Republicans like uh, or conservatives like us, you know, we're, we're live and let live people. And and I think people have the wrong idea about conservatives. Oh, you're a conservative. You're a racist. You're a homophobe, xenophobe, istophobic, phobophobe, blah, 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 blah. And you know what? No, that's not what conservatism is. Conservatism is you do you. I'll do me. When we have mm -hmm. a disagreement, we're going to have to sit down and talk about it. Correct. And the problem is that we've all forgotten how to talk about it. I haven't forgotten how to talk about it. Well, you and I haven't forgotten to talk about it. The problem is when you try to sit down with someone with an opposite point of view or something of that effect, it turns into a shouting match and that you're wrong and you're evil go away because they don't have any good reasons to talk about what they, how they feel or any principles to back it on. Just, well, there's no facts, just feelings on the other side. Mm -hmm. You know what? It, it's the new rules, right? I don't care anymore. And, mm -hmm. and is if, if the other side wants to play hardball, and they don't want to play by the old rules. They want to institute the new rules. That's fine. We can play by those rules, too. And we're going to make you smell it every chance we get from now on. Mm -hmm. It's not a pleasant way to live life to play got a game of gotcha every minute of every day with somebody who's politically opposed to you. That's not the way that we want to live as Americans. But you know what? We didn't do it. They did it. So that's just the way it is. It's almost like we have to finish, the, we have to finish it. <laughs> they started well, it. We're going to finish it. Yeah. Exactly. And we'll use their rules against them, and which are backfiring tremendously, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indeed he do. Yes. Be careful what you wish for, Libs. You're just going to get it. Well, anyhow, I, I really wanted to talk a little bit about some local stuff that's going on here. So mm -hmm. I, I, I live and work in, in a very blue area, uh, very highly densely populated area. 
uh, a lot of people around uh, a lot of people around where I where I live in and, and I work in this is district of, of the county I live in uh, very wealthy county um, probably one of the wealthier counties in the United States very it's it's we're, we're close to Washington DC okay so you know there's no accident that where the government is is where the money is right mm-hmm. so with the continued uh, draconian nonsensical county council here and their coronavirus pretend to care rules Mm-hmm. They are literally killing small business mm-hmm. and they're putting the sting on large businesses too. Okay. Mm. The other day I walked out of my office building down the street and I noticed they had some streets that were closed off mm. and there were some County trucks out there and I'm looking and I'm like, what the heck is going on here? They're building these big heated tents because there's all these restaurants, right, mm-hmm. that line the streets. I went over to a guy with a clipboard who looked like he might have been in charge. He was wearing a county windbreaker. And I looked at him and I said, hey, uh, what's going on? Oh, he says, ah, well, we're putting up these tents for the restaurants. So, you know, they don't have to see people inside and they can be compliant and they can still function and they can blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, that's great. I said, uh, so what you're telling me is the county is paying for this. Hmm. He said, well, yeah. I said, huh, that's really interesting. I said, do you plan on putting a tent in front of every restaurant in Montgomery County? And I bet he looked at you uh, (laughs) cross-eyed and said, "Uh, I'll have to get back to you on that. He says, well, what do you mean? And I said, it's really odd for a government to use tax dollars to pick winners and losers. Mm. I said, there's an equal protection clause of the constitution. Uh, and I really hope somebody sues your ass off. Mm. So what do you think about that? I'm sure he, um, he played the, the, the role of, I don't know, I know nothing, I'm just here doing my job. You know, he starts playing that, that role, not really thinking of, of the consequences that are going to occur based on what he's carrying out. And, you know, and you, you probably caught him off guard, I'm guessing, because he didn't know what to say. <laughs> or he told you to get the hell out of here, one or the other. Well, you know, I wasn't trying to attack the guy. I mean, I realize he's just a bureaucrat with a clipboard. Mm -hmm. But we need to look at this, right? We we, we really need to look at this kind of situation and what's going on now. I think we all understand that the mask thing, the social distancing thing, all of this is crap. And it doesn't work and it doesn't stop viruses. It just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, You've got the president of of a group... Okay, look, there, there's a restaurant chain out there called Waffle House. I'm mm-hmm. sure everybody's seen the Waffle House and, and, and has been to a Waffle House, and I think that that's great. Uh, and there's a Waffle House Index, a Waffle House Disaster input, uh, Index. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's kind of a great uh, restaurant chain. When there's a natural disaster, you know, their food isn't the greatest in the world. It's kind of is what it is. It's like a diner chain, eggs and bacon kind of place, right? That's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They feed I was first actually res- there. I was actually yeah. there once. You know, it's very yeah. nice. You know, I was doing it's some okay. business down in Alabama in February and actually found a Waffle House. I said, oh, let me go there because we don't have any up near us. No, so. no, no. They're, it's a southern thing. So they feed first responders and they feed police officers and they feed a lot of people. Uh, if there's a big tornado there's a hurricane there's any kind of event like that the waffle house is open mm-hmm. full stop they're open they're stocked they're ready they they build their places like little fortresses um and they can accommodate an awful lot of people they can move a lot of food through there and they feed a lot of people and they don't charge for it in disasters mm. um they, they do a lot of community service in that way and 
the president of Waffle House, you know, put out a statement the other day. He says, listen, name me one occasion where coronavirus has spread through a Waffle House. It hasn't. You can't. It just isn't. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Stop it. Exactly. We you, talked you, about this the other day, remember? remember absolutely. We talked about it. The percentage of transmission that is noted from uh, the virus spread at a, at a restaurant is 1.4%. That's it. It's higher when you're around each other longer or you are um, in close proximity to people and, you know, without protection. So, Just unbelievable what's going on now. And the government is now in the business of picking winners and losers and putting up tents that that tax dollars are paying for and Mm -hmm. they're using them for private businesses. Hmm. But they're not providing the same service to every business in the county so they can operate in a similar fashion. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. But they are. I think I'm going to sue them. Hmm. This will be interesting. I agree with you. Um, are they going to? Are the courts going to throw you out for no standing? Or are they going to? How can I not? How, 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 how can <laughs> I not have standing? I'm a taxpayer. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that from that advantage point, okay. How can how can I not have standing? Um, they're yeah. using they're using tax dollars mm-hmm. to pick winners and losers to bolster certain businesses and not others. Mm-hmm. Why don't all the other businesses in this county, which is huge, and there's a ton of residents and a ton of restaurants here, everybody needs to get together and just say, "F you, mm-hmm. double barrel, middle finger." We're going to do what we want. Hmm. I'm there. I'm I'm supporting you. Um, you know, I, I agree. I don't want to gain anything. I'm not in it to gain anything if I were to go ahead and file a suit against them. It's more of a, a matter of principle. Enough is mm-hmm. enough. Mm-hmm. And and here's the other here's the other piece of good news from this county. Uh, the, the county council in their infinite wisdom. And they're also violating the open meetings laws. Mm-hmm. You you understand what the open meeting laws oh, are. I, oh, oh yeah. I I I'm I am a participant in my local community in two areas that we have had um, uh, the, our state had an executive order that suspended that rule, which allows us to have, you know, you know like meetings via electronic media. Um, but I have another committee that I'm on that no one wants to do it on electronics and uh, a lot of them don't know how to do it. And, we haven't had a meeting since. <laughs> so, Well, that's one way not to violate the open meetings laws. Right. We just haven't had a meeting, and, and, that, and that's perfectly legitimate. Mm-hmm. But they have not suspended that here, mm-hmm. okay? And a lot of these decisions are being made in the dark, and I think mm-hmm. it's completely wrong. It's, it's, it's so wrong. What they're doing to people is just terribly wrong. So, I, Well, um. I guess um, from a, you know, like the, I guess where the system discourages people to do this. I'm not, and I'm, I'm not trying to take devil's advocate here. I'm just wondering about the logistics. What, how do you go about suing the county? I mean, do you have to get a lawyer or do you have to do the paperwork? I mean, how does that, how would that work? I don't know. Hmm. If I can you put discover together. together. Well, listen, let me tell you something. If I can put together IKEA furniture, I can yeah. definitely bring some kind of a suit against uh, against the county here, and it wouldn't take much. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, you got to find a lawyer. And of course, I'm going to have to do my part to do the paperwork. Mm-hmm. And of course, I'm going to have to get some people together. And that wouldn't be very difficult at all. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a little lady that runs a sandwich shop in, in the building I work in, and she's she's been there. They've been there for, you know, 25 years. They've been there forever. Mm-hmm. And I said to her, I said, you see what they're doing over here? I went and get a sandwich. I support my local business person, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, they don't know how they're going to hold on. They, they don't know how they're going to survive. Mm-hmm. And they've been profitable for 25 years. This couple, they work their asses off. They make great food. They're, they're just wonderful people. If you don't have mm-hmm. money one day, they're the kind of people that are like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, we, we know you've got to come pay us tomorrow. And and, every, and the honor system works there, and that's a great thing. I said to her, uh, I said, see what they're doing over there? She says, yeah, I see what they're doing. I said, that's the county doing that. She says, I know. I said, 
She's like, she's like, yeah, I think that's kind of a cool thing that they're doing. I said, okay, where's your tent? And she got this expression. She goes, huh, you're right. How did she they? use that tent? Well, first of all, I have to ask, can she use that tent that they're putting up? It's too far away from her business for it to be practical. So it's, yeah, again, you're, you're, yeah, there's your point. Uh, they're picking winners and losers. Very good point. Not you know, allowed to right? do that. that that's, yeah. that's just more than a little bit unfair. I mean, there's probably right. 5,000 restaurants in this county. Well, mm-hmm. maybe 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 three thousand. Okay, let's call three thousand. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of restaurants here, which is proportional to the amount of people that you have to feed. Exactly, they've all been going under because of this crap that they're pulling to to squeeze out small business. I, I bet eighty five percent of all of the small business restaurants are going to go out of business. And here's another little gem that the county council pulled by uh, executive fiat. Mm. Uh, <laughs> they said. All retail establishments cannot have more than 150 people in them at any given time. Okay. Based on what science again? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out, and, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I can't figure it out. So you can't have more than 150 people in, say, Walmart. I drove past the Walmart this mm-hmm. morning. There are lines of people around the building to try to get in. Hmm. And this is a place where people rely on that because it's on the bus line to get, it's a Walmart supercenter. And mm-hmm. there are people here, you know, this may be a, a, a very, you know, on paper wealthy place when you look from a 50,000 foot view. Mm-hmm. But when you get down to the nitty gritty, there's a lot of people that don't make that kind of money that make the machine work. Okay, and they're hardworking people. They don't make a lot of money, and they depend on Walmart to feed their families Hmm. because their prices are cheap. Right. And these people are standing out in the cold, in the rain, in the in the elements, wrapped around a building for hours to try to pick up their groceries, standing out in the parking lot in in a line that must have had 2000 people in the line. Hmm. There are a lot of people here that don't drive. There are a lot of people here that don't have cars. They don't have the access that I would have to go to a, when we have to shop, Bravo, mm-hmm. we drive out of the county. Mm-hmm. We drive to the next county up the road where they don't believe in this nonsense. Mm. So you tell me who they're hurting. They're the little guy. Or hurting. Gal. They're hurting the they're hurting their citizens. They're hurting they're hurting the constituents that unfortunately probably voted for these a holes to begin with. And there you have it. It's there the it conundrum. Is. It's a it's a self kicking dog, isn't it? That's right. And the also the dependency on this quote big government or the the way you you know we can't change it. We're stuck in this. Our lives suck. And you know and add on to COVID and make them more dependent. It just, it's a vicious circle. And, you know, in this time, in this, especially around this time of the year, I, I can't tell you that I'm really feeling overly helpful. Hopeful, meaning uh, things are, you know, blah, whatever, because it's, it's been beaten out of us. The whole, that, that whole, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's like anticlimactic. Well, no. it's it's complete and total nonsense considering we have treatments and we have a vaccine now mm-hmm. and and they should be lightening up the restrictions instead of torquing them down mm-hmm. and it's just crazy you know we were told 3 weeks to start to flatten the curve that was like 8 months ago of of oppressive lockdowns i got news for you anybody out there that wants socialism take a really good look at what's going on you're standing in freaking bread lines now you're yep. broke. You don't have any income coming in. You're dependent on a check that may or may not come from the government. We'll talk about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. And you're being told where you can go, what you can do, who you can be with. This is socialism. Yep. I'm not sure I really like this very much. No, I'm, I like the second your motion, sir. So anyhow, uh, along those lines, let's 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 move on a little bit. You know, I I, I wanted to go on that little rant first up. <laughs> I, I just I, I can't believe what I'm seeing happen. I, I, I I'm 
I'm there I'm with stunned. you. Alpha. I'm stunned. I'm I'm there with you. And the problem the problem is, it it's it's the I guess the dawn is darkest before the dawn. We really are coming down to the down to the big the big time as we meant we titled this this po- uh, this podcast is that January sixth is coming. That is a day of reckoning. That either it's going to be a day of hope or despair. We're going to be able to be able to say, you know, our our leaders are working for us and have our best interests at heart, or that deep state is going to uh, rise, uh, you know, raise its big ugly head and stomp on us because they want it the way they want it, how they want it now, and it's going to be a very quote dark winter, and it's going to suck. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'm not terribly hopeful. Hmm. I'm not terribly hopeful at all uh, that it's going to go uh, the right way. Um, I think the system has been rigged against everything. We can get very, very critical, and we can get into a deep analysis of what's really going on. Let's keep it at a little bit higher level. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, what you've got here is you've got Barack Obama's third term in office coming up. And we all know how that worked. Um, you know, uh, Biden is surrounding himself with the same characters. But before we get down that road, let's let's talk a little bit about the dependency on the government check. Oh, yes. Let's, let's talk about let's that. Let's talk a little bit about the COVID, uh, dreaded air quotes, COVID relief bill. I would like to like to just uh, clarify a point of order, sir. It sounds sure. like we're at a town meeting. <laughs> uh, that that has not, has not been signed yet. And the good news is... Uh, did you see how quickly? Well, go ahead. And, I mean, we call it, well, call it's it the bill. COVID relief bill, right? It's a bill. It's not a law. It's a bill. It's a bill. Yeah. It has not been signed. It has not been signed. It's been no. passed by the Senate and the House in a uh, what looks like uh, uh, Leader McConnell, like he likes to be called because he's got an ego to stroke. Uh, like Doctor Jolt. Like Doctor Jill. You know, I, I got a doctor myself. You don't hear me calling myself Doctor uh, Bravo Golf, do you? No, so that that's where that stands. Uh, but when turn when it when it comes down to uh, this this uh, bill, it it seems like it, it it's a flashback to the Obama days. A five thousand page bill, five thousand. You think anyone took the time to read this? No, they didn't. And the bigger problem that I'm running into is um, is is the pork that's involved with this. Everyone else gets gets relief except the people that need it. I, I, I did a little I did a little math. Okay. Yeah, ah. yeah, you're right. You just yeah. hold on a minute. I did I did some math. Now assuming there's three hundred and sixty uh swinging Johnsons in this country, you know, no pun no 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 pun intended. We're mm-hmm. talking about men, women, and children. Three hundred and sixty million people. <laughs> if you just take the pork and like the money they're sending to Tibet and to Italy and to uh, Vietnam and for democracy programs here, there, and everywhere into Egypt. Uh, you take that money. That would put $562 in the hands of every man, woman, and child in this country alone. Just How the much? pork. $562. $562 in every every person's hand in this country, correct? Right, right, absolutely. Okay. And and you also have to remember something. They're giving us our money back. Yeah, yeah. That's not their money. It's my money. That's well, my money. They stole money. it in taxes, basically. That's right. They they took it and they repurposed it and they redistributed it. See, I don't like that at all, sir. No. I like to I like to, uh, I like to say that I object. I, strenu- <laughs> I strenuously object. And uh, just for, uh, we would like to thank uh, Mr. BSer for being with us as he's driving home. Merry, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you, sir. Um, I wanted to go over uh, for his benefit and everyone else's, uh, as you're mentioning, the, the porculus bills, I like to hear it. Uh, there, are, there are funds that are being uh, set aside for the uh, Kennedy Center at $26,400,000. The Smithsonian... One billion? Did I say that? Enough zeros under the end there? Billion dollars? Billion with a B, my friend. Uh, National Art Gallery, 154000 
National Arts and Humanities, $167 million. So $154 million, $167 million. And the, the W. Wilson Center. What's the W. Wilson Center? I have no uh, idea. The Woodrow Wilson Center. Oh, Woodrow Wilson Center, $14 million. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Alpha, because of COVID, haven't these centers been closed? Everything is closed. Ah, so... Why does a COVID relief bill need to be paying these people, uh, these centers that are closed and the artifacts are just probably collecting dust? Maybe they just need a quick dusting, I would say. But it does, does it need all that money? <laughs> um, this is the part that gets me, and it really torques me off, is that foreign countries, and this is on Parler, by the way. It's all over Parler. It's been parlayed all over the place. Uh, foreign countries, Egypt gets $1.3 billion. Sudan gets $700 million. Isn't that the country that uh, Omar's from last time I checked? No, she's from Somalia. Oh, Somalia. No, I got my asses confused. Thank you for the clarification. Ukraine, aren't they the ones that interfere? Isn't that Biden's buddy over there? Or they got the... Oh, the you betcha. $453 million. Uh, million? Million. Oh, my God. Israel, well... I like to see Israel get money, but they're doing pretty, you know, 500, 500 million. Nepal, Burma, Cambodia, Pakistan. I heard Pakistan was getting uh, uh, money, uh, $25 million to try and uh, teach about um, uh, social justice issues. That's going to uh, fly about as far as a lead balloon does, last time I checked. And I have no idea what the Asia RIA bill, they're getting $1.4 billion, billion dollars. Um, and there's a nice little map here to show you where it's all going, except for the American p person who gets $600. That's all that our Senate and our House of Representatives thinks you're worth. I'm worth. It's my money. It's your money. Um, they like to throw around our money. And, you know, this has been all over the place. And I was thinking, you know, uh, I put myself in Donald Trump's shoes, in the president's mm -hmm. shoes the other night. Before he went on TV and he made a speech and he outlined all of this stuff, I said, if I were him, I would get up in front of the American people. I would hold the press, an Oval Office press conference. And I would say, this is what your Congress and Senator have done. This is what they've done. I needed to sign this bill to get you relief in May, but <laughs> Nancy, nasty Nancy, held off because anything that we would have given you would have helped the Republicans in an election. She turned it into a political issue. But this is where all of this money is going. This is your money. This is not our money. This is your money. Yeah. I, I have had it with them sending my money overseas. And do you know, do you know that from what my from what I've read and what I understand and where this money goes, it comes right back to those people that need it, like New York City. Uh the yeah. Cameo is gonna get oh, money. Yes. yes, yes, yes. This is to uh, bail out their pension system. Cuomo. Cuomo yes. is like tickled pink because he's now he's getting paid for all his nonsense that he pulled and the mismanagement of the the people that he stuck into nursing homes to kill him off. This is ridiculous. Well, it's, right it's, it, it's, it's worse than that. These, there's a little something out there called, um, uh, I, I used to live in, in, you know, uh, in, in deep blue New York. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I knew a lot of people that work for the state and the county and all of these guys had these giant pensions mm -hmm. and you take an average of your three highest paid years uh, you work your ass off. They In your last three years before your retirement, they load you up if you're a fireman, a cop, if you work for the DPW, whatever. They take your three highest paid years, consecutive years, and they base your pension payment on that. Okay? Now, how many billions of dollars? Billions with a B. Look, I... If you sign a deal with somebody for a pension and you sign on the dotted line, you go to work with them, that's part of your package. It's no foul to you to sign that deal, mm -hmm. right? That is to your benefit. That makes you a smart person for getting involved in something where there is an upside for you later on in life. Mm -hmm. I have no issues with that. Mm -hmm. The problem is who's going to pay for it? They didn't think about it when they no. were spending someone else's money, right? Well, and and these people keep retiring, and they're like, oh, shit, we don't have enough money to cover the unfunded pension liabilities mm -hmm. that are out there. 
the county that I used to live in, my understanding is they have $2 billion worth of unfunded pension liability. And that just keeps going up every year, doesn't it? Because it's just not keeps, the pay. They That's just one it. year. That's one, one year, right? That, well, it's 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 a cumulative billion, couple billion. Mm-hmm. Now here's the here's the rub. It doesn't stop. The mm-hmm. debt doesn't go away. It keeps rolling up. That's just one county, one county, mm-hmm. with probably three or four hundred retirees that they have to the pension out. Over Mm. years, and it keeps rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. Mm. I get it. You sign on that dotted line. That's part of your package for hiring. And that's why these guys take these jobs, police, fire, county, DPW, etc. They're good paying jobs. You're never going to get rich. But boy, these guys retire really well. And early. After 20 years, you're all set. 20 20 and out. That's right. And all of my cop friends that have their 20 in, they're all retiring. Mm Mm-hmm. And they'll all collect their pensions. So it, that's what they're hoping for. They are in so much financial trouble. They're hoping for the fi- the, the federal bailout to cover their unfunded pension liabilities. Mm. That's part of it. Mm-hmm. That's what this was all about is money. Yep. So on that note. Wow. I think well, we all understand that. Now, now. <laughs> <laughs> so the the other question is, I've heard, oh, th- let me give you an example locally just to kind of close this up. One of the hospitals went under. And all those pensions that at the time this hospital was doing pensions and all the people that are on retirement, they went under. Um, they were taken over by someone else. And I think they offered buyouts to all the people that had pensions, you know, that, that could use it in a, some kind of empl- uh, retirement fund or something. But the 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 hospital dissolved and all those pensions were going to go bye bye, so you know the money and they were in, they were in the red something fierce, so well that that's all that's all part of the buyout and part of the you know amortization of value and and whatever when somebody goes out and the pension has to be taken care of in a certain way mm-hmm. um, there's there's IRS rules on that but the mm-hmm. problem the problem becomes uh, you know when the music stops nobody's going to have a chair to sit in mm-hmm. we don't understand what we're doing to ourselves well we it's don't. hedonistic and it's uh, let's 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 worry about what we have right now in our hands and if you take if you take one, how many counties are in New York? I think there's like what twenty two counties, twenty three counties in the state of New York. Uh, more than that, county wise, state of New York. Uh, yeah, how many counties? Uh, there's almost. Um, th- I have to look that up. Thirty, I think. Sixty two. Yeah, Sixty two. Yeah. Sorry, I was I was a little short. Yeah. I just went and asked Google. Okay, so you have 62 counties, and let's say everybody's, just for the sake of argument, they have, let's say, $500 million in unfunded pension liability per county. That's mm. an awful lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's an awful, awful lot of money. Mm-hmm. Where's it all going to come from? Again, uh, you know, they made these deals, got people to work for it uh, with a promise, and, you know, that just shows... When you hear the words, hi, we're the government, we're here to help, uh, we run the other direction. I don't want your help. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm good. I got it. I'm, I'm good right. on my own. I, I put my own money away. I'm, thanks. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really good on that. Um, yeah. Well, you and I started working at the time where pensions were kind of going. I saw the, we saw the writing on the wall. I think you and I talked about this when yes. we were younger. Yeah. We said no one's going to pay us to retire. No one's going to pay our pensions. We got to start doing it now. And you and I were talking about at the time, four hundred one k's are just coming out, yep. and we started putting money in that and built it up. Now I'm worried about the fact that you have these uh, Democrats coming in and socialists, and they're going to start wanting to take that money out. And I'm almost ready just to put it in the safe downstairs. But the money, the problem is, that, you know, uh, you know, they don't want you to have cash anymore either. So I don't. I have no idea where I'm going to put it. Maybe Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. lead and copper brother invest right. in lead and copper you're probably going to need it well i i think we've we've beaten this horse up i mean mm. guys guys and gals out there in the audience i mean just just a couple of regular guys talking here 
we're heading for a we're heading for a financial disaster in this country very very quickly and 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 it's not the president's fault. Uh, no. This this guy showed up four years ago. This this shit's been going on for fifty years, and it's not his fault. Yep. And talking about the president, talking about where are we all going, where the money's coming from, uh, President Trump's been standing strong. And uh, besides all the nonsense going on with the election, which we're trying to kind of we've talked that to death over the last couple of weeks. Um, but we do want to talk. Some bills have come down through the from the legislature. Uh, we talked briefly earlier. So this uh, st- uh, stimulus bill, COVID stimulus bill, what they call it, we just talked about where all the money was going. The president actually decided um, to put uh, Nancy in a corner. Very brilliant, uh, what she did. Basically says, uh, uh, Trump, President Trump's demanding bigger stimulus checks for Americans. This story comes from the Epic Times. Again, our official news source for the Signal 50 podcast. We urge everyone to go and get a subscription. It's not that expensive, and we're not being paid to advertise for them, but I just really like it. And remember that $600 was approved for each person. And President Trump said that's not enough. It wasn't their fault. It was China's fault. And he gave a speech. I advise, go find it, everyone, please, uh, to, to watch his speech. And um, he basically said uh, they need 2000 Now, Schumer and Nancy, who both assume that Biden is going to become president, and I'm still holding out hope that doesn't happen, However, uh, they're already scheming to say, yeah, yeah, we'll take $2,000. Now, the problem is in this 5,000-page bill, there are lines in there, and I've skimmed it. I basically didn't have time to read the 5,000 word, and I just went, you know, kind of read some executive summaries people were no. putting out there. There was, there was uh, a line in there, and I found it on page 1,500-something, uh, that said that uh, the 2018 um, executive order will be null and void. You think well, he's going to sign this one? Well, not 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 only that. Not yeah. only that. It it removes the president's capability to use the insurrection act. That too. And it limits the power of the executive and Trump can't sign that. Right. And he's not going to. Mhm. Uh he did exactly back to back the conversation up in his speech that he mm-hmm. laid down. He did exactly what I would have done. Mhm. I would have gotten up in front of the American people and said, hey, hey, look what they did here. Look mm-hmm. at all this crap. You know, you guys are suffering. You guys are dying. We're doing everything we can here on a federal level in the executive branch to get everybody through this crap. And look what they've done to you. Mm-hmm. Because it's true. It's not about politics. It's about it's about truth. Mm-hmm. And he did that. And he's not going to sign it. He's going to it's, it's going to come down to a pocket veto. Um, yeah, why don't you explain it to everyone what right. that means? Because that's basically basically how it works is he doesn't have to do anything, and right? He, and, and we're we're at a time period now where the bill was not presented to him in a timely manner mm-hmm. before the next Congress comes in on the sixth. I think it's the sixth. Yes. Uh, yeah, because the first yeah. bill of the first order of business is going to be the electoral college certification. So, right. So he's got. It's a 10-day deal, and they didn't bring the bill in front of him in time yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right, because normally, days. was it 10, 10 days? If he doesn't do anything, then it automatically gets passed? Is that how no, it works? No, or, no, oh, no, no. Okay. It goes away. 10, yeah. 10 days. So if, if they're not in session, if they are in session and he doesn't, doesn't veto it, then it automatically goes into play? Or is that not the case? Or it goes away? It's Whether going or not away. There is, it's he, okay. 10, 10 days and out. Yeah, a okay. pocket veto. Okay. And then they're saying, well, it's veto proof. We can override the veto. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of, I, th- I think you're even going to see a lot of Democratic opposition on this one. Mm-hmm. And you got to remember, uh, starting January 6th, Nancy Pelosi's only got a one seat advantage in Congress. Is it one seat or 10? One. Really? I think it's only one. It's a very narrow, 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 narrow margin. Let's take a peek. I'm not sure. I, I might be wrong on that. I was understanding it was, uh, I think it was only going to be one. Oh, you're uh, flipping through some stuff there. I see. Uh, I'm trying to find the election stuff. 
There's a lot to cover. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I think it's 10, 10 or 11. Uh, I, I think it's narrower than that. I think it's, it's, as, it's as narrow as it's ever been. I, I, I do know that. Off it's top. very, very narrow. You know, let's let's yeah. move along here. Sure. Um, so let's move along. So you've got you got Trump on, on the pardoning spree. Uh, that's really cool. Uh, yep. Jared Kushner's dad got pardoned. Paul Manafort got pardoned. George Papadopoulos got pardoned. Roger Stone got pardoned. Uh, Here they some, are. Some, yep, yeah, there they are. There's the three. Uh, some people have to finish up some of the obligations to the federal government as far as fines and, and, and confinement goes as far as like probation periods and that kind of thing. But for the most part, he's, he's pardoned 26 people. Another yeah. 26 people. Good. Good for him. Yep. Was uh, Snowden and uh, what's his name there? The WikiLeaks dude. I'm uh, not sure that Assange and Snowden Assange, were yeah. pardoned yet. Uh, I, I would be surprised if if hmm. uh, Edward Snowden got pardoned. Okay. I'd be surprised. Um, I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. I don't have any feelings one way or the other on it. I think that he he's kind of like one of those uh, reluctant, unlikely heroes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, he pulled the mask off and he pissed a lot of people off and the deep state wants him dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So moving along. Mm. That's very interesting. And that was all from the Mueller debacle. Yeah. So so-called, uh, so-called uh, special uh, prosecutor. That was so horrible. <laughs> so, you know, you got, you got Barr. He, he's exiting stage left. Okay. He is. That's it. Today was his last day. Yep. Good. Good luck to you, Bill. Um, I liked you. Um, I don't think he did as much as you should have. Um, I think there was more that he could have done. I think he could have been a little bit more effective. But, you know, then again, you and I were talking offline, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'd like to, I want to believe that he, he salted the earth behind him um, to make it very difficult for these people to uh, thrive in a new administration. And, and that brings me to something else. There's, mm-hmm. a, there's a rumor afoot. Hmm. My 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 favorite person. <laughs> she was well, at the White House today again. This yeah. is the third time in the last uh, five days. Yeah, yeah. She Sydney was there. Powell. Sydney, Sydney Powell. Powell. Hi, Sydney. Uh, yeah, we love you. Yes, she's she's pretty cool chick. She's she's got some uh, she's got some stones on her. That's right. Uh, she sure does. Yeah. Um, Former room? prosecutor, by the way, correct? Yes, and, and okay. a hell of a hell of a defense attorney. Right. Um, my understanding is it, it's possible she could be named uh, by the new acting attorney general as a special counsel <gasps> to look into election interference. Oh, and I don't think it would take her that long to start indicting people. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she starts on a Monday. By Wednesday, the grand jury's all seated, and it's like, bring them out, bring them in. <laughs> Okay, next. <laughs> it's in. I've sat for. Uh, you can't talk about what happened in the. This is many years ago, but I did sit on a grand jury. You met every week, and you would listen to these cases that was presented by the prosecutor, and it was a majority vote whether or not we would indict or not. And I think, out of all the cases that were brought to us, um, we only we only in, did not indict on four cases or something like that. Otherwise. It was almost like a, quote, rubber stamp, boom, boom, you know, because it was clear, you know, clear and concise. So I don't see it would take that long. Hey, well, boy. Uh, so who who would be on your dream list to uh, start indicting? <laughs> oh, my God. If you could. If, I mean, if we don't have any information, I get it. This is just pure speculations, everyone. I just wanted to. You know, maybe have a little birthday or Christmas, uh, early Christmas gift. Um, I, I'd love to see them indict Biden, um, Hunter, Harris. Those are all different issues. Uh, well, oh, that's true. You're talking about the election stuff. Well, yeah. for elections, Biden, Harris. <laughs> um, I, I would like to see. I would like to see them. If they can prove beyond a reasonable doubt and, and mm-hmm. a grand jury, I think the bar on a grand jury to get an indictment, I think the bar is pretty low. 
No, you just have to have evidence. It's right. not, it's not, yeah. You know, and I sat, like I said, I sat on a grand jury. You, you listen to what the, what the prosecution has. It's, it's a preponderance. It's one-sided. It's, I'm not an attorney. I'm not. No, no, I, I can tell you because I sat on one. Preponderance. It's the preponderance of evidence. No, correct? it's just what reasonable. Are, is there enough evidence to indict? That's it. Reasonable it's, suspicion. Or not pre- even. Not you're not even talking about those three standards. You just talked about the three standards that. Uh, lawyers have to you know, okay prove. so not is there enough is there enough evidence to indict it's not your job to determine whether or not there's an there's enough evidence you know beyond a reasonable doubt that's a criminal level uh, case you're sitting as a juror but when you're sitting as a uh, as a grand juror you're just seeing is there enough do you feel that there's enough evidence to indict that's why you can probably indict a sandwich, a ham sandwich. Well, I'll tell you what. Um, if that that being the case, I would start throwing people in front of the grand jury. All of the governors of all the states, all of the heads of the elections, all the secretaries of states that certified elections that yep. were uh, um fishy um all of the lawmakers that were involved in rules changes without procedure Mm -hmm. uh, for mail-in voting i would and that violated their own state's constitutions as well as the u.s constitution and the code of federal regulations i would start grand jurying everybody you know and you can do that rather quickly and you can start handing out indictments like they're um, water literally you can you can hand out indictments like uh, like the like like Dave and Buster's like little award tickets here. You That's go. correct. Here's a thousand tickets. You thousand won. tickets, and here's your indictment. And no, here's you, what you've won, Johnny. <laughs> you would you would jam them up, and if you're indicted, I, I mean you have to you have to go and you know you have to plead and you have to you have to defend yourself, and and then the evidence would have to come out. Show us why you weren't. You know this. I mean, again, I'm not. We're not lawyers, but I mean, it, uh, you know, sounds like fun to me. <laughs> what a Christmas gift that would be. But you know, and, and we're sitting here kind of laughing it up here because it's sad. I mean, look at it's where not we're funny at. Right at all. It's not funny at all. I mean, like like I said in the last episode of our podcast. He, we pride ourselves in what sets us apart from other countries in the world are free and fair elections. They have destroyed that. Mm -hmm. So they've taken one of the founding principles of this country, one man, one vote, you know, after some three fifths issues that the Democrats had with black people, Mm -hmm. which is disgusting. Yep. uh, Those were Democrats, by the way. Yes, they were. Yes. Uh, Not Republicans. No, no, no. We don't do that. They've taken the founding principles of this country and they've made a mockery of them. They've yep. turned us into a banana republic with foreign interference in our election, with machines where they could take and have a 68% error rate. Yep. So they just, the Democrats did it again. They turned us into, you know, uh, two thirds of a human. Yep. Right. Or one third. So I do know that uh, the, the call has gone out. For January sixth, uh, yes. for people to show up in the Capitol uh-huh. and to 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 exercise your rights, um, and I think that's also there to. Uh, and this is from the X twenty two report. Dave was talking about they're bringing in the uh, supporters so that they can't have any anarchy because you know that the deep state's not going to lay down taking this either. Well, it, it, it harkens back to another conversation that I've had before uh, several times. Not hoping that this happens, but January 6th could be kind of an explosive situation, right? Mm-hmm. You've got 80, 90, 100 million people in this country that voted for Donald Trump. Yep. And they have been nullified. The, Correct. You have been the will of the people has not been done, and and these people have stolen an election. I firmly believe that. I do too. Right um, there with you. You're going to have a lot of hot-tempered people there. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, we are the calm, measured, nonviolent type. Okay. But if there were ever anything in the world to be upset about, this is one of those things. 
So I I'm a little I'm a little scared about what's going to happen on the sixth. Mm. I'm a little I'm a little afraid. Yep. I'm not going anywhere near it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I I, gen, I genuinely would love to go down and and take part in something like that, but I I, I can't. It could be a very dangerous situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. And Sidney Powell at the White House for the third time in a couple of weeks. Hmm. Uh, you know what? Let her let Let's her do her happens. thing. Let's let her do her thing. But. I mean, and the other the other big bill that was uh, thrown out, I think it's honorable mention, you know, that defense bill that was uh, vetoed by by the president and uh, Mitch, cocaine Mitch there is talking about bringing it back up for an override uh, next week, you know, because this one, they presented this one to him uh, a little while back and he, finally, you know, he did veto it. Um, as I do recall, if you, if you, if he doesn't sign it, within a certain time or doesn't veto it, then something says to me that it just doesn't die. It just doesn't go away, but it actually gets approved. It's like approval by, by, ne- by neglect, but we'll, well have to the, check on, I'll have to check on that and get back. The NDAA has been vetoed. Yes. That's yes. Done. The, yeah, that, and they're talking about approving it. Now that's another one that's taking away, you know, executive powers, you know, telling, you know, they, the president well, wants it was to section, make sure. It was section 230. And he yeah, wants Section two thirty wants out, which makes complete sense. And and of course, Congress and 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 the House are not going to do that. They're getting their pockets lined by Google and the big techs, you know, the big big tech tyrants. And they were probably lining their pockets uh, donation wise or quiet wise, you know, in the background, you know, free loans or whatever. Um, but the other the other component of all this is is that. If, you know, President Trump has always been saying he doesn't want he doesn't want to be fighting on another another front. You know, he doesn't with these useless wars and everything else that's going on. We shouldn't be doing it. And right. and the president wants to be able to pull the troops out where they they should be home and, and worry about us. And it makes sense. And there's a lot of uh, deep state players that want to continue the wars because that's how they make money. Well, right. And he wants the ability to take like the rest of the guys that are in Afghanistan and say, you know what? Later days, guys, we're, you know, our work here is done. You don't want democracy. You don't want us here. And we're not going to waste any more blood and treasure on your worthless dirt worshiping asses. And we're gone. Correct. You stay in your box over here. If you ever come out of your box again, we'll be back. Yep. And that's the way it should be. And Mm -hmm. they're trying to eliminate his power to do so. Uh, with the NDAA, and it's a really bad thing. It's yep. a really bad thing. We don't need to be fighting any more useless wars. No, but the problem is that the deep state, deep, deep state thinks we still do, and that's sad. Well, that's how a lot of people get very, very, very wealthy, mm-hmm. very fantastically, fabulously wealthy uh, by washing tax dollars through the Defense Department into private corporations, uh, that pay their executives uh, seven figures a year mm-hmm. or more. Um, right. It's pretty ridiculous. It's it's pretty it bad is. when the the president of Lockheed Martin has a protective service detail, a PSD detail, armored suburbans and guns and the whole nine yards, and mm. they go out to dinner and there they are, right near where I work. So you know, <laughs> I've seen it. I, I know these people, mm. and they make a lot of money. And God bless them. I mean, God bless America. But enough already. It is. So uh, hang in there, everyone. It, you know, like I said, that, that it's going to be a little bit dark in, over the next couple of days in terms of the, if you turn off the mainstream media, enjoy the holiday. Uh, everything's going to work out the way it's going to work out, whether right. it goes hopefully the way I want it to and have President Trump back in there, or we're going to be having to call out what's going on and hopefully we don't get, you know, uh, no knocked warrant and, uh, well, they won't even use warrants anymore because it's going to come pound down our doors and haul us away, I guess, to, to re-education camps. <laughs> so, well, 
on another note, let's let's kind of wrap it up. It's a Wednesday night. It's Christmas week. We're 55 minutes into the broadcast here. And we thank you very much for trusting us with an hour of your time. Really appreciate that. We do. Thank you. you. Know, there, there, uh, one, one other thing, um, whether you're for or against a coronavirus vaccine, apparently over 750,000 Americans have already been inoculated, uh, which is kind of amazing. Yeah, it is. That's a lot of people really, really fast. Uh, whether you're for or against the vaccine, uh, you know, your mileage may vary. You you do you. Um, so, you know, the president did accomplish a lot of things. And what the deep state didn't really count on was him going pedal to the metal and getting this out there as quickly as he did. And now they're going to have to shift gears to put fear back into people. And we'll have to see what's going to come next. So, you know, everybody, thanks a lot. Uh, for joining us this week uh, on a Wednesday night uh, for a live broadcast. There's three people out there <laughs> listening to us. We probably get, uh, what, five or 600 people listening to the podcast? If uh, YouTube wasn't throttling us, but yeah. Well, they are throttling <laughs> us. Well, generally speaking, when we put it up on podcast, our, our numbers are a lot bigger. When we put it up on Rumble, we have we have quite a, a number of people that, that listen 375. to 375. 375 subscribers. Yep. But the, the individual views and listens through all of the outlets out there, it's a pretty staggering number for, so for a couple of guys that started this, uh, you know, a couple of months ago. One of our, one of our most popular podcasts and videos was the uh, COVID, and, you know, the, the politicalization of a, of, a, of a virus, you know, COVID and politics and the, of a virus. Yes. That was 1,500 views and counting. Uh, so thank you so much, everyone. We appreciate Absolutely. It. You know, spread the word. If you like our work and you like what we do and you like what we talk about, please tell your friends and spread the word. Uh, share us. Give us a like and a share. You know, catch us. Hit the thumbs up on YouTube. Not that we really love YouTube, but, you know, it does help uh, keep us from, you know, may, maybe gives us a little bit of visibility so somebody else can find us. Uh, you know, uh, in, in our uh, intro and outro, you can, you can check and you can catch us on Rumble, Parlor. Uh, we've got a few pages on Parlor that we maintain, and we spread the videos out there at the podcast, and we let people know what's going on there. Uh, Podbean, your favorite podcast outlet, Apple, Google, you know, all of those places. Please check us out. Pass the word around, please. We normally have a uh, live stream on Wednesday and Sundays uh, around 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, depending on how busy we are, but we also are joined by our special guest, uh, Delta Echo 515. He comes in uh ingratiates us with his knowledge and we like having him around he was just busy doing something tonight so we want to wish him a happy holiday also yeah he's uh he's him him his family is past a a an important milestone this week and we're not going to get into it and i just want to tip of the hat to that that's mm -hmm. that's, good, that's really good stuff uh you know what on that note we're gonna we're gonna get out of here i want to you know give a shout out to our our steadfast uh, affiliate, POF USA. Uh, now, this, these are very uncertain times. And, uh, you know, the numbers don't lie. People are out there. They're buying firearms. They're buying firearms faster than they can be manufactured. Uh, the ammunition is in short supply. I understand that because, you know, that's an indicator of where people think this country is headed. Do you want to be caught in the dark, caught all alone? Probably not. Now would be a really, really good time to consider buying a quality firearm. If you're interested in an AR-15 style rifle, definitely give POF USA a look. POF-USA.com. They make some of the finest AR-15 rifles anywhere in the galaxy. And I should know. I'm an intergalactic traveler, as you know. <laughs> Uh, it's what I use. It's what I work with. It's what I compete with. And, uh, just one hell of a well-engineered firearm, reasonably priced. It's something to stake your life and, and, and the life of your family on. Uh, if push comes to shove and you have a really bad moment, that's, it's a good tool to have in your hand. But on that note, I'm going to get us out of here. Thank you to our soldiers, sailors, and airmen who protect us 24-7, 365. Tough time of year for our soldiers, sailors, and airmen when they're deployed. This is a really tough time of year for them. So if you see them out and about, thank them for their service. Buy them a cup of coffee. Buy them a beer in a bar. If you pass them in an airport, in an airport bar, buy them a round of drinks. Buy their dinner, please. These guys don't make, they don't do it for the money. 
They just don't do it for the money. They're patriots. Please treat them as such. And our first responders that are on the front lines every single day fighting the war here in this country, our firemen, our EMS personnel, and our medical providers. This is a very, very, very difficult time of year for them as well. The holidays are traditionally tough on first responders because people get depressed. They're at their worst. They have bad moments. And the first responders get to deal with all of it. That's right. So it's a big impact on them. And it really means a lot if you thank them in public. Mm -hmm. If you see a fire truck outside of a grocery store picking up groceries, go over and talk to the guys. They really enjoy that. Mm -hmm. They may not look like they do, but they do. Okay. Yep. Go over and thank them for their service. Uh, please do it. Uh, these guys don't make a lot of money. They don't do it for the money. They do it because they're, they're patriots as well. Yep. So, and everyone it. else out there, we want to wish you Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry uh, Christmas. We'll be, we'll be back Sunday with another live stream, and yep. we'll see what's going on in the world and see how everyone's holidays went. And for you and yours, from our families to yours, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And also keep an eye out for the less fortunate. This has been a, this has been a tough stretch for people. So thanks for joining us, everyone. Thanks Take a lot, care. everybody. Thanks. Bye-bye.